0: to Drunk mythology. mythology. I'm your co-host, Christian Madonna. And I'm your co-host, Krista Hunsaker. And welcome to our little podcast about mythology and drinking. Yeah, we had um, margaritas until we ran out, and then we had mojitos, and now we have Bisley's.
1: Yeah, we we didn't expect to get to the bottom of those bottles, but we solved them.
0: Yeah, all right. So, today, as you can probably tell by the title, we are talking about Aztec mythology. We realized it's been a while since we've done it. We love it. We are a glutton for pain, so we were like, let's look up some Aztec mythology. Not a lot, Not surprisingly.
1: enough easily accessible research, let me yes. tell you. It ain't like the Greeks all over the place. You're obsessed with them. We like Aztecs, and We like go around
0: the world. Yeah, and Aztec mythology is so cool, guys. There is, like, amazing stuff here, so we're super excited to bring you one of our favorite topics, which is the underworld of Aztec mythology. We
1: love our underworlds, we love our Aztecs, and we love getting to the bottom of bottled tequila.
0: Yes. So we are talking about the gods of the underworld, specifically of the Aztec mythology. If you recall, if you're a long-time listener or first-time listener, hello, long-time listeners, you might remember we covered um, Quetzalcoatl and the Five Sons in the Aztec creation myth.
1: Yeah, we've co- we've covered Aztecs a couple times and all of this ties in. So, you know, go back and give those a listen too because we look pretty great. Right.
0: Yeah, I love them. Kessel is amazing. He's so cool. He's a feathered serpent. Fucking fantastic. Five suns. It's four more than ours. It's two more. No, it's three more than Tatooine's. Yeah, and we're on the fifth one. Imagine that. Yeah. (laughs) Imagine, if you will, five suns and suns. So we are talking about the underworld today. So let's jump in. Take a deep dive down into the underworld, Vasek mythology. Deep dive, six feet under, let's go. So
1: we're, we're going like 6,000 feet under. We're going to Mictlan. Mictlan? Mictlan. yeah. Mictland. You'll, see it, you'll see it in the title or description. Oh, also,
0: real quick, disclaimer... Um, Me and Christian have tried to listen to as many, like, pronunciations of these as possible, but we're
1: drunk. We practice them, and it's, like, all of them, and we just sort of lose it, just, and, you know... If you try
0: speaking your own language when drunk and slowing the words, imagine speaking a language that you've never spoken before, and you're trying to fucking read this. Yeah. So, we're trying our best, and we are so, like, disclaimer, so sorry for any pronunciations of Aztec words that are wrong. Um, We're trying our best, and uh, please feel free to look them up yourselves, they're fantastic myths, and... um, Pronunciations. Yeah,
1: you chug a couple marks and mojitos and try to spell
0: Tescatli Boca. And
1: read nawal to me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so, so we're gonna do our best. Yes, disclaimer out of the way, let's go.
1: Alright, so we're going down to Mickland.
0: Going down to Mickland. It's a land of mix.
1: It's a land yeah, it's a land of mix, it's a land of lands, it's land of the dead. Ooh. And it's like like the best underworlds. It's ruled by a husband-wife team, because we're talking about the gods of the underworld. Yes. People in charge. So, so it's a
0: husband wife team, like um, Hades and Persephone. Then.
1: Just like Hades and Persephone, we got a husband and wife. They're, love it. They're in charge, and it's Mictlantecuhtli and Micticasiwal. That's right. I'll say them again later, and they'll probably sound different. <laughs> so We're trying our best. So, yeah, Mictlanticutli, one of the principal gods of the Aztec pantheon, being the god of the dead. You love it. Yeah. Now, he's depicted as being six feet tall, which is very specific. And he's usually a blood-spattered skeleton or a person wearing a toothy, toothy skull. Your choice. So he's got this, uh, you know, skeleton look or, like, this toothy skull on top of his head. Uh-huh. And he's got a headdress. As you do. And it's decorated with owl feathers and paper banners. So that's actually kind of nice.
0: That is nice. It's like a high school fair. It's like I got owl feathers, paper banners. A boards. necklace
1: made of human eyeballs.
0: As you do in hi- high school
1: fairs. fairs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So and ear spools of human bones.
0: Oh, that's mental as fuck.
1: Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, that's now
0: is of. the owl because he's like nocturnal and sort of at night, and that's like a nocturnal bird, right?
1: So with uh, Tikuli and Mictlan itself, like owls, spiders, and bats are all associated with the underworld. All nocturnals. That's fantastic. Night stuff. Badass stuff too. It's true. Things people were afraid of the night. Things in the night. Owls,
0: bats, and spiders. <laughs> who, who rules the underworld? Tikuli. That's
1: who. All right. And uh, don't forget, he also wears sandals. That's oh. also on his outfit. Yeah,
0: he's got those, uh, those sandals. He's got Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> In modern day, he has the Crocs. He's hip with the teens. Yeah,
1: he's definitely got Crocs. And uh, that's to represent his Burt. rank. He's, you know, he's not walking around like a barefoot bitch. He's, he's a god of the underworld.
0: <laughs> he's got his bedazzled Crocs.
1: Oh, yeah. They, they're decorated with, you know, green Skeletons, and banners. Skeletons, bones, bones. They're Crocs made feathers. of bones and all feathers. Yeah. So, in many Aztec codices, uh, and you'll often see, like, images of Mictland to Kudli, he's got his mouth wide open to receive the stars, because that's where they go during the day.
0: Ooh, yum, yum, give me the stars. All
1: the stars at the night sky, when it's daytime, they descend into miklan during the daytime, which is what...
0: Oh, it makes sense, well, there's no stars during the daytime.
1: Yeah, exactly, they're all Miklan.
0: So during the day, he's like, yum, 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 give me those lucky charms.
1: Yeah, oh, exactly, hard stars and horseshoes, clovers and, bal- <laughs> and
0: balloons... Uh, all <laughs> go into that big old mouth.
1: Well, not just his big old mouth, because there's also his lady, Mictacasiwaddle. She's wife to Mictor de the huh. And her role is to watch over the bones of the dead and preside over the ancient festivals of the dead.
0: Oh, that's cool. So like uh, Dio de los Muertos. Yeah, like... she's even tied to those a lot
1: of the times, you know, with the more modern day festivals. La Muertes. Yeah, exactly. She is the lady yeah, of, she's the goddess of the dead and the lady of death and all and the underworld. And she's the bone keeper. Yeah, she's the bone keeper. And bones are very important, and you know, I mean, come on. If you don't have the bones of the dead, do you even have the dead? It's true. Yeah. Skeletons, all about them. So Mictlancihuatl is represented with a flayed body because you know Ooh. you don't have enough flayed bodies in your my in your Aztec goddesses. Oh God. You Dorps. do though. You have lots of flayed bodies. Totec, flayed man. There's lots of flayed bodies going on with the gods.
0: They're just flaying up and down the, the shit.
1: They really are. They, 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 they flay. <laughs> Bobby flay. They flay and they slay. They sl- oh they slay and they flay. <laughs> so, Nikte kasival. Uh huh. Has, also has a big ol' open mouth in many depictions. There's a dick joke about this, but alright, go on. So all the stars! They're both eating the stars! Mmm, gotta have them juicy, juicy stars. Yeah, they're, they're star-guzzling, Krista. <laughs> so this lovely pair of underworld rulers, uh, they... Star-eater! These star-eaters and... It's the
0: anime song about and that.
1: ...and dead rulers live in the lowest and final of the nine levels of the underworld of mcLaden
0: oh so there's nine levels there's nine
1: levels it's like a good old you know dante's Inferno-esque thing
0: yeah and something about this that I actually thought of was the nine levels of hell in d d that's actually a thing as well yeah exactly all come
1: you know nine nine's a good number for your levels of hell not too few it's scary not too as fuck. many nine it's sc- the curse number nine scary and metal it's
0: six upside down
1: yeah nine scary and metal 69 um <laughs> Also, also
0: scary in metal.
1: Also 13 levels of heaven, but we're not talking about those. Oh,
0: that's also superstitious.
1: Yeah, th- yeah, right? 13, 9, 4 levels in the earthly horizontal those plane. Those are but boring. We're, we're not t- it's cardinal directions.
0: Yes. Yeah, Northeast, boring. southwest. You got 9 levels of hell, 13 of heaven. Yeah, a, go. you got a lot of levels. All right, so we'll... <laughs> it's an elevator that's crazy.
1: It's a hell elevator. <laughs>
0: totally.
1: So these two gods live in Chikuna-anu... Miklan. Chikuna Miklan.
0: Yeah, it all goes back to Miklan. It right? all
1: goes back. This is the lowest level, the, the innermost level of, of Miklan. Chikuna Miklan. Okay. In a windowless level.
0: house. Do not throw stones in glass houses. Do not look out in windowless houses.
1: I know. And it's just like, oh, well, that's boring. I mean, the view probably. There's prob- no light. The view probably sucks, so it's fine.
0: I guess, yeah. But, like,
1: even if the view sucks, it's still on Windows. It's still on natural you light. You
0: still want natural lighting. And there's
1: no natural light down there because it's the lowest level of hell.
0: <laughs> but but you
1: know, you There's still no... you still want to be able to see out.
0: There's no ghostly lights. Yeah,
1: no, you can't see shit. <laughs> so these, you know, this like a Hades and Persephone, this god and goddess of the underworld. So
0: Persephone is flayed. Yee. Yee,
1: but I think she's here cuz she wants to be, so that's, that's better. That's
0: better. Yeah.
1: Uh they rule over the three kinds of dead?
0: Oh, okay. So, what are the three kinds of dead?
1: So uh, think about it similarly to, like, the Norse. The dead are categorized by how well they died.
0: Oh. Ah. Not necessarily
1: how they lived, but rather how they died. So there's those that died of, like, normal stuff, old age, disease, you know, normie shit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Just general death. Just
1: dying. Just like, you know, most of us. <laughs> there's those that die heroically. Guess so. In battle, or sacrifices, or childbirth was considered one, too, so that's oh. where, like, the honored women dead are, yeah. That's you know?
0: kind of cool, actually, that that's a heroic death is a childbirth.
1: I respect that a lot, because that is an awful way to die, but, you know, that's heroic. But it could
0: happen, and yeah, that's so cool it, that it's... It probably it's, happened a lot. Yeah, and that's so cool that it's elevated to heroic status. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, and that's where you get the hero women from.
0: Huh. That's really cool.
1: Yeah, so those are the heroes, and then there's those who died cowardly deaths. Oh, Losers. <laughs> So losers. So losers. I don't know. People who cowered in fear or, like, stabbed someone in the back and then fell down the stairs like some sort of loser bitch. <laughs> like
0: um,
1: Wormtongue in uh, oh, Lord yeah. of the Rings. Yeah, Wormtongue. He died a coward. You know he died a cowardly death.
0: Loser. You know. Loser losers. death. So people,
1: <laughs> you know, who were like, oh, no, I did a lot of bad things and I, I don't want to die.
0: <laughs> Instead of
1: like, yeah, I did a lot of bad things. You know, fight about it to uh, the death, and then they die, and it's like, all right, but then it's kind yeah, of it's a, little, a
0: normie death. It's a little heroic. Oh, okay.
1: I, uh, you know, die in a battle. It's even very
0: sliding. Even scale. if they're
1: wrong, heroes were oftentimes sorted into other heavens, or even at even ending up like heading into the east and west horizontal directions to work with the gods and like go with the sure, right.
0: the east or west. Go
1: with the rising or the setting sun.
0: Ah, yeah, those are the hero lands.
1: Yeah, but most normies and losers, I most people who ever lived, and, yeah, and died. Uh, travel through Mictland, no matter the status in life. Kings, peasants, you know.
0: Unless they're heroic as fuck. Yeah, unless it was a
1: heroic king or a heroic peasant,
0: you know. That's cool that it's like, no matter what your birth station, as long as, like, you died, interestingly, you could do, like, this fancy stuff. That That's a good, you know, that I like that. But I also
1: like, you know, if you died normal, no matter your birth station, that's a great equalizer. It is, True.
0: And so you said journey, right?
1: Yeah, you take a journey to Michelangelo because, like we said, nine levels. It takes some time to get there. Oh, okay. Think about think about the Inferno. It's an odyssey. Yeah, Dante's Inferno. I recommend reading it. It's very good. Definitely recommend. Want to play the video game? Anything, anything, Dante. Big fan. It's a lot of Italians in
0: hell. A lot of popes. Accurate. Dante <laughs> was very much a part of that. It's true. Yeah. Invented Italian. So Michelangelo and.
1: Nixtacuatiwatl are seen as the dark underworld uh, counterparts to the top gods. We talked about them before in the creation as creation, the givers of light and life in the Aztec pantheon. Oh yeah, uh, the duality of Ometeotl, 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 mm-hmm. uh, which is made up of Ometecutli and Ometeotl.
0: So again, it's like a male and female making up the same deity. It's it, a, it's like the multiple genders in the same.
1: Yeah, exactly. It is both male. It is both female. It is these two representations brought together in this duality that is the ultimate singular creator.
0: Yo, myth had a gender fluidity way before it became mainstream. It's it's like a thing. It's fantastic. Yeah, you
1: can you can thank your religions for getting rid of that.
0: Yeah, gender fluidity. It's fantastic. Male and female parts. Let's go. So yeah, dualities
1: on dualities, as these are a duality, dark underworld counterpart to these gods of light and life, who so are also are d- a duality.
0: So they're dark and death of one of those dual. They're duality within dualities. Yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: They are counterparts to to the to the duality known as Omatea.
0: Gotcha. I don't.
1: Gotcha. Uh, we would be remiss to be talking about the gods of Biklon without talking about Sholat. Sholat. Or Oxantol or you know. That's a mispronunciation, but that'll Solot? get... Solot? Yeah, Solot, Sholot X O L O T L. Nice. Yeah. So wouldn't be remiss to not talk about this dog headed man and soul guide oh, of wait, the wait,
0: dead. Dog headed man?
1: Think of like Anubis. Okay, okay. I thought it was It said dog or dock. Oh no. Like a like a boat dock? Yeah, like a pier dock. Just picture a man like standing in the water, but a pier, like a.
0: He stands up, and is he's the whole pier? The whole
1: quay, the whole key. <laughs> I I read it as quay, but the whole key just pops out from his, yeah, from the his Dennis head. Dennis Quay. He just takes this. Yeah. Oh, I really, I didn't know. Nobody told me. That...
0: Dennis Quay.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's Dennis Keed.
0: <laughs> Go on. <laughs> um, so this dog-headed man, lot He's a, uh, Solot, he's a soul. Solot.
1: Yeah, or Solat. He's a soul guide to the dead, or a psychopomp.
0: Psychopomp, yes, you say.
1: Yeah, we recently learned that word in the research, which means a guide for the dead through the underworld or to the underworld.
0: That's amazing. And when you told me this word, I was like, Well, psychopomp and circumstance. Yeah, that's That's our future band. That's a great band name.
1: That's an amazing band name.
0: ROC, don't steal.
1: Yeah, we're gonna have to learn how to do punk music for that because that's
0: a punk band as well. What
1: other genre is this? Yeah, country? No, get the fuck out of here.
0: Psychopomp and circumstance.
1: Yeah. Okay, all right. so
0: psychopomps are guides.
1: Yeah, they're like guides to or through the underworld. And you're like, look, well, this is a new concept for me. It's like, no, it's not. Think about it.
0: Psychopomps all over the place. Yeah. And, and other dog-headed psychopomps as well, right? Like,
1: like I said, Anubis is a psychopomp. So another dog-headed one, and there's a lot of dogs tied to, like, guides through hell. Well,
0: you know, dogs are men's best friend. Makes sense.
1: And who better to guide you through hell than your best friend?
0: Is that what Zodl is?
1: Yeah, Zodl is... Uh, he's dog-headed. He's, he's often represented as a dog. Aw, cute. So, Zaddle? Sh- no, Sholot. I'll try. Uh, <laughs> he's a god of twins, monsters, misfortune, sickness, and deformities. Lots of And good. fire and lightning. There's multiple fire and lightning gods, so he's not, like, the god of fire and lightning, but he's got those.
0: Not god of a lot of good things. No, god
1: of a lot of bad things, but you know
0: what? Necessary things. Necessary things.
1: And sometimes he's seen as evil. Yes. He's in the underworld, yes. <laughs>
0: he's a hellhound, yes. yes.
1: You know, like Cerberus. Um, But Cerberus doesn't guide you through shit. Cerberus is not a psychopath. but is a dog in hell. <laughs> so we mentioned twins, because Sholot is a twin. Twin brother and counterpart to resplendent god of good and light, feathered serpent Quetzalcoatl.
0: What? So he's a twin of Quetzalcoatl? Yeah,
1: they're brothers. That's they're twin so cool. brothers. They're not, they're, they're fraternal. They're not identical.
0: And I remember reading about something, or like you telling me about it, that um, twins in this time were considered like sort of bad, and one of them was like the blessed or- uh, The promise. precious.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, Quetzalcoatl is even called like the precious twin.
0: Precious twin. And then the other one is actually sacrificed, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. You kill the other twin, and you send them to the underworld, and it's like, that's Shola. That's Quetzalcoatl on Shola.
0: Yeah, so I wonder if that's from that myth where it's like one is you know the god of the you know heavens and wind and rain and shit.
1: Or it's like which one came first? Or it's and like then you know the other
0: one is the one that's got to be sacrificed to the underworld, aka kill them. Yeah, this is the
1: Sholat twin. This is the Quetzalcoatl twin. That's wild. It's probably whichever one was born second is the the evil one, you know.
0: Uh, as it as look you know as, as it, it is.
1: usually is. I mean, come on, we love our firstborns unless we're sacrificing <laughs> them because we don't have enough lambs.
0: Or it's blood. death of firstborns, and it's the you know testament. And that's bad stuff. Yeah. <laughs> or good stuff. I don't. All right. So is a twin,
1: to Quetzalcoatl. Wow. And uh, even in uh, we talked about it in the Squad episode, uh-huh. uh, Quetzalcoatl is a representation of Venus, the morning star. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, Venus doesn't only show up in the morning. Venus also shows up as the evening star. Right. And so that's Jola. And ah. they're they're twins. There, they're both representing Venus. Quetzalcoatl is shepherding the sun back into the sky, Uh Zola is guiding the sun through the underworld, doing one of those, which other, you know, Uh. lots of mythologies talk about, like, the sun, where does it go at night? To the underworld.
0: That's so cool that all these like um different cultures sort of came about this at the same sort of time. And they all like, just came compasses. to that same conclusion. It's like the, the sun goes down into the earth, you know, uh, across the horizon and must go into the underworld. That is such a cool concept. That's so universal.
1: Yeah, it's like where's it going? The underworld. I love that. Yeah. And that's that's what Sholot's doing. He's the evening star and he guides the sun through the underworld. It's like,
0: burr, 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 burr.
1: Every night. Because he's he's a psychopomp. And the sun's dying and he's reborn in the morning. That's what happens. We got a new sun every day. It's a new day, it's a new sun. Be your best self. <laughs> uh so as we mentioned, Zalat's so a guide through Miklon. He uh-huh. guides the dead through Miklon, and he does it in one of his two spirit animal forms, although he's um he's a master shapeshifter, so he does he has many forms.
0: Ah, interesting. A master shapeshifter as well.
1: Yeah, but the two it's forms kind of is, like
0: a trickster thing.
1: It's almost a trick he sounds very trickstery with all these like negative things he's associated with Brother to like the, 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 the goodest guy, yeah, yeah, huh. but um, two most uh, mostly associated with is the Sholotskunli dog, right? Zola Kunze? it's the dog, um, it's, it's this uh Mexican dog or you know, Central uh, Central American dog, very very popular. You'll, you'll see him around, we'll talk he's about it. He's a little
0: it. hairless dog, he's super cute, yeah, and Zotal then Zoddle dog, Zol dog,
1: Zotal, Zola dog. Um, and then the axolotl.
0: Oh, the, axolot. like, the like salamander in the rivers that's like a mudkip.
1: Yeah, the what exactly. It looks like a mudkip. It's an axolotl or maybe it's a- axolotl, axolotl, you know, I, I don't, I'm bad with the pronunciations at this point, but basically he's like a water
0: dock. Ah, oh, they are like water puppies.
1: Exactly, and that's that's kind of where where Zolot or Sholot is is like. Uh he's this is water dog, and if you you know we're talking about the Zolotskun, Zol, Zolowitz Kunley, this dog, the Sholot, the Xolo dog, this is a Xolo. Uh guiding someone through the underworld. That's the dog in Coco Dante, oh. which I uh, know Dante's Inferno reference like. That yeah. dog is that type, and it's entirely being a psychopomp.
0: Yeah, so in the Disney-Pixar, Disney-Pixar or just Disney movie? Um, Coco, it's the dog that actually guides him through the underworld, and he's able to transverse both um, living and dead realms. Yeah. So that's so cool. That's, that that's a show that's currently him. dog. That's amazing that that not only is a dog that's named Dante, which, you know, as you the said, Inferno, Dante's yeah. Inferno, but it's also a dog that's referencing... Um,
1: this dog that actually does guide people through the underworld, through meek cool. in uh, Mexica culture. So that's awesome. Kudos on you for Disney. As uh, far, yeah, kudos. Cute dog. And on a side note, that kind of ties into just like the belief in the dogs guiding and being a companion to people as they go through the underworld. Mm-hmm. A lot of dog remains and sculptures have been found in Aztec burial sites.
0: Oh, okay. So
1: it's either a sign that they were like visually sacrifices, their masters died, and that's something you know the Norse did, or like other cultures did. Yeah, with people, it's like, or the Egyptians are like, your servants are going with you. They're going to keep serving you all the way through. It's like, they didn't sign up for that, but they didn't have a choice. Oh, they kind of did. Sign up?
0: Yeah. They signed up, but under, you know, under pressure.
1: Yeah, you know, like all <laughs> servants.
0: Signed I'm up. sure
1: they really wanted to do this. They uh, did what they were getting. Yeah, they didn't. Um... So yeah, a sign of ritual sacrifice for dogs to accompany their masters on journeys through the underworld. Like That's kind of cool. A ritualistic zo- Shola.
0: Man's best friend to the end.
1: Yeah, man's best friend through the end and was like, who are you going through hell? What do you want by your side? Your dog. Your best friend.
0: A good mushroom sniffer.
1: Oh, yeah. And you know that hell's got mushrooms. <laughs> so, uh, Shola, we're talking about, you know, this dog-headed, cycle-pump god who lives in the underworld and guides people through it. Uh-huh. Uh, as as a good deal to do in some asset creation myths as well. Okay. So, if you like, uh, we covered these both of these stories that we we're gonna talk about. Uh, check them both out. The asset creation myths.
0: They were mentioned a bit.
1: They were mentioned a bit, but we didn't actually mention Showa Lot's part in either one.
0: Oh, disservice.
1: So no, we're doing it here now. It's like a DLC. It's like a it's <laughs> like an additional. You know, we're building up on it. We're uh, we're expanding the canon of our drunk mythology oral tradition.
0: All right, so how does uh, shot goes
1: into this? So in both cases, it's time to get
0: squat. Gotcha.
1: Uh, so in the story of the fifth age, the new son, the five sons, uh, Nana Watson is sacrificing himself. Okay. So he jumps into, the sun. jumps into the burning fires to become the new son. And Nana Watson is this ugly, pimpled, syphiletic, you know. He, he's an he's a ugly god, but he's very humble and he's very courageous. And so he jumps into the fires and becomes the new son. Uh, so... Sometimes you see, uh, so Shola is a god of sickness and disease and deformity, so Shola may be a, a different avatar of Nana Watson, like, they could be different names of the same god. That's cool, uh-huh. Or, also part of the story, uh, Nana Watson sacrifices himself, and it's like, oh, great, you know, he's the son, and then, um, this other one, uh, I forget, but listen to the episodes, you know, he's supposed to sacrifice himself, he's all, like, rich and princely, but he's scared, so he becomes the moon, because, you know, the moon is the sun's bitch. The
0: bitch moon.
1: Yeah, the bitch moon. <laughs> they throw a rabbit on his face. It's great. <laughs> it's where the rabbit comes from.
0: That's how that works.
1: Look at the moon. It's got a rabbit on it, because he's a bitch. It's
0: going to throw a rabbit in his face.
1: Because, yeah, the rabbit's his face. So, so, Jolot, uh sometimes also is listed among the gods that didn't want to sacrifice huh.
0: So,
1: when you got the new sun, you got the mo- new moon, they're just sitting in the fucking same place in the sky, and you're like, well, this is boring. They're not doing shit. Yeah, Kezi- but Kezaquat, God of the Wind, is like, hey, let's get some winds going. Make, <laughs> them, make them travel through the skies and, you know, have night and day and shit. Do
0: something. Do something. Don't just stand there. You're boring as fuck. You're always a solar eclipse. Get the fuck out of here.
1: So, uh, is, and, uh, at this time, he's going with the non- uh, we're, uh, tied to this this is like an older myth, older than the Aztecs. Oh, okay. Uh, so we're going with a, a Nahuatl name mm-hmm. um, for him, which is Ahakto. Uh, so sometimes you'll see uh, Ahak Quetzalcoatl, Ahakto Quetzalcoatl, Yeah. You know.
0: Many names, same dude. Yeah, exactly. Many
1: names, same dude. uh is not just Aztec. He really spans the whole... Th- Listen to our episode on him. He's, he's been around. He's a bird. He's a feathered serpent guy. And a bird. And a beautiful green bird.
0: Yeah, literal bird.
1: Um, so, there's lots of guys that don't want to sacrifice themselves to make the new winds for the sun, mo- moon, to move across the sky that Octol or Cat is trying to make happen so that this world will actually get
0: moving. They need to, uh, drink, they need to eat some Taco Bell and, uh, eat some beans and get those winds that going. No, they need to
1: sacrifice themselves and die.
0: Eat some beans <laughs> and get those winds going.
1: Same thing. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, Sherlock's listed as one of the guys that doesn't want to do it, and Cat just finds them and hunts them down. And uh, Sholot actually weeps because it's too cowardly to do this. Ah. So he weeps all the way to where his eyes are just like sockets. Eww. Or like eyeballs and, you know, without the wad and the liquid.
0: Eww. Which is
1: sometimes what he's represented as having. Gross. Yeah. and that, That's because of all this weeping because he's too much of a bitch to sacrifice himself so we can get some, so we can break some wind. Sacrifice
0: yourself like a real man and fart, my man.
1: Yeah, you guys all need to die and fart.
0: <laughs> Don't we all, huh? So,
1: um, <laughs> that's the story of the fifth son, the fifth age, Nana Watson. You should listen to it. I think, yeah, that's one of our two creation myths. It's really two parts. Mm-hmm. So in the story of the first four ages, the four kind of like Pocas we talked about, uh, we're living in the fifth age. So these are the first four. Uh-huh. Wild tales happen to them. Go, listen, go back and listen. Yeah. There's a there's a reign of jaguars apocalypse. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. And a monkey tornado. <laughs> Pretty Lots good, pretty good stuff. jaguar NATO, monkey-nado, shark-nado is the fifth one. That's how we go.
0: Yeah, that's how we go eventually.
1: Uh, So we're talking about how Cat Squad
0: goes down to the underworld in the fourth age mm-hmm. Uh, after... He's like, I'm tired of all these, like, definitely not natural disasters. Oh, yeah. Wiping out my people that I keep creating. I want... I'm tired of creating new people. I'll just go recycle some old ones.
1: Exactly. He's going down to the underworld to get some bones to recycle people because we had giant people, we had monkey people, we had fish people. We had several peoples. But he was tired. He was like, God damn it, I keep making all the new people and they keep- All these suns keep destroying my people. All these gods, myself included, keep being the sun, fucking up, and everyone dies. (laughs) And I'm tired of making new people out of thin air. You know it's it's a lot of You know what? It's
0: better to reduce, reuse, recycle. So
1: you recycle the bones. Yeah. So he's going down to Miklan. Uh, he's going down to the underworld the, after the fourth age, which had ended with Cholde de Cui, Who cried like rivers of blood, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Basically, uh, I, I want to say it's what's supposed to hear. No, it's Tessica. Go listen to the episode. You find out. <laughs> um, Maybe it's Tessica. But someone makes her cry. So sad that she destroys this water world with fish people in a flooded deluge. And, and you're like, it's already a water world. How's that happen? It's like even more floods. Blood floods.
0: Blood floods. Yeah, blood floods. Gets is like, all right, I'm tired of making people. Fuck this. I'm just going to reuse the people I already made. There's so many
1: bones in hell.
0: All of their, uh, yeah, all of the shit is already down there. I'm going to go up, scoop it up, bring it up, make new people from shit I've already created. Yeah,
1: all know? these bones have been washed down the drain. Let me just go back and get
0: them. Get- Let me just sweep up the remains. Can't squat
1: is going down to the underworld. Miklan mm-hmm. needs a guide. Call up his brother,
0: hey. Sholat.
1: So, in this myth, to get the, you know, he's going fish people bones for recycling for the fifth age. Not the fish age, the fifth age.
0: Yeah. Fourth age. The age, is age of the fish. Aquarius, but not.
1: But not. So, he's going down to talk to Miklan de Kutli and Mikte That's right, it's been a while since I tried to say those. Uh, With his twin brother, Sholat, as a guide. Unsurprisingly, Underworld gods don't really want to go with anyone else's plans. When's the last time Hades let people do things they wanted to? It's
0: very difficult to bring anything back from the underworld. This is like such a thing, and we talked about with Ishtar um, as well, where it's like once you go down the underworld, you ain't coming back.
1: It's a one way ticket, yo. You don't really come back. And even, yeah, with Ishtar going down to Reshkikal's worlds.
0: Orpheus and uh, Orpheus. Yeah,
1: exactly. We've covered it a couple times. Like, once you go down, you don't go back up. <laughs> once you go down, you don't go back up. No, she don't go back up. <laughs> Sorry, we're back into Ruby, we speak. <laughs> uh, so, I'm uh, excited, This is like, I'm gonna give out some challenges. You ain't just leaving with those bones. Because, Bone keeper. Yeah, just because you're some sort of feathered serpent. Just God you, is God of the West and light and knowledge and everything good. Fuck you! You,
0: you bust out your dustpan and your giant broom and. You're and a just bag. Sweeping. And you're sweeping them into
1: a big bag. A Big and,
0: trash bag, even. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. are
0: <laughs> Come on, they're dirty. Yeah, you you're not leaving with those bones. That big old bag of bones. So he's like, and also I'm really lonely. Like you never you never visit. Um, Quaddle, You never come say hi Your
1: brother lives here
0: Your brother you, lives here You know How what? often do you Talk to us Yeah We're down here We're bored as fuck We got a bunch of bones What are we gonna do Every time you die You go to the heavens Yeah you Then never you come, come back <laughs> Yeah But You're, you never stop In Mixland You never say hello Yeah So he's like I don't want you to leave I'm going to try and stop you from leaving with these bones so you can just, like, spend time with us. I'm We're like, so
1: bored. I, I'm going to give you some challenges. Also, you keep dumping bones, trash bones. You're dumping them, and you're like, ooh, sorry, I accidentally threw away something I didn't want to. It's like, wait, you threw it down here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> We're the proverbial afterlife garbage pail. Isn't that what hell is?
1: Sure. Sure. Or rather, Miklan, because everyone who dies goes there. Good, bad, ugly, except, you know, heroes. they You got to be like a Bonnie Tyler hero. They have to have held out for you to the edge of the night for you to not go to <laughs> Uh
0: And
1: you have to have died that way. Uh-huh. Uh, so they give they give Squat some challenges. First one, you have to walk around the underworld four times. Walk around Miklan. It's
0: not a quick journey. But he's got time. Yeah, he's a god, and there's no people. He's like, all right, I'm just gonna slither.
1: Yeah, time is a construct even for us gods, and it's just like
0: whatever. <laughs> and
1: he's like, he's gotta blow a conch shell trumpet four times.
0: Why he, he
1: gonna find a conch shell in in Mickland? Uh, don't worry, Midland, con- de give some conch shell.
0: Oh, comedian. But
1: it's not a conch shell trumpet. Ain't got no holes. <laughs>
0: well,
1: I mean, it's got the normal conch. Hole. It's just
0: a regular shell.
1: It's just a conch shell, but it doesn't. It's not like a, you know. You know, like a conch shell with some holes some ocarina. An ocarina. No, no. It's not an ocarina of time. <laughs> yeah, no. So he gives the cat It's like, have fun with this. And, you know, he pieces out. But, but really, he, like, looks from a hill, like, down on him. He's like, what the fuck's he going to do? Exactly. Yeah. He gives him a show, and then he fucks off. Yeah, and, but really, he's, like, watching. He's like, he can, and you going to take the the a while will. to solve this one, cat And so cat
0: looks at it, and he's like,
1: "'Worms, come to me!' Yeah, so Kesqua doesn't, like, call upon people. He's just like, "'All right, let me get... Call on the worms!' "'I'm calling on the worms!' So he calls on the worms, and the worms drill some holes in the conch shell, you know, as yes. they do.
0: And he's like, "'Bees of the underworld!' Yeah, I ain't blowing <laughs> this
1: with my sacred breath.
0: Fuck that. "'I know you're down here, bees of the underworld!' Hey, come all you
1: dead me. bees!' All of you whose colonies have collapsed, and now you're going through Mictlan because you
0: died Normie does. <laughs> you goddamn Normie bees. Come yeah. down here and fill this conch shell with the, the with raucous your... vibrations of a well-tuned harmony. Yeah,
1: give me your buzzing trumpet.
0: Yep. And they do. And, <laughs> you,
1: and you know what? He's done in no time. I mean, I'm sure it takes some time, to, tri- but it's done real quick. It's,
0: it's a lot of time to get the worms of the underworld and the bees of the underworld together. They actually hate each other. And I know.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, he had, to, he had to broker a peace treaty between yeah. them. But you know what? He solved he the... Uh, the <laughs> he solved McLannicoodley's riddle. His... And that's why oftentimes you'll see uh, squad also is represented with the conch shell.
0: That's cool.
1: And so is his twin. So I imagine, yeah, he's in there too.
0: And if it's like a it's like a two-way radio. You gotta like blow into it to send the signal across the seas, and then you just hold up like it's a phone and you hear the waves.
1: And then and then you hear the message. And it usually just says nothing.
0: <laughs> almighty conk. Yeah, that's why you
1: call upon the, the Almighty Conk to get your, you know, you, What you just,
0: shall we do?
1: <laughs> what shall we do? And it's like
0: <laughs> Nothing. The conk has
1: spoken. Except that's not what Kzaquat does, cause Quesquad's like, alright, I'm done. I'm gonna leave with these bones. But Big Tajikuli and Big Takasawano were watching, and they're like, oh no way, they got through my evil plan. Alright. He solved our cog puzzle. Alright, alright, step two. Step two of this evil plan. We didn't yeah. think we'd get to there. Plan B. Yeah. We're gonna do a Jesse and James, Team Rocket. We dig a giant pit in <laughs> Ketsquats' path. Now the clever Ketsuquat falls in like a chump. Like
0: He's a snake man. He just slithers over. He's, he's like, a Yip!
1: flying feathered serpent, and he just, but he's just slithering through, and he just
0: falls into <laughs> this pit. It <laughs> works like a charm. It's a jaguar pit. Oh, <laughs>
1: so he drops all the bones. He breaks them. He <laughs> fucks up.
0: Just, he actually lands on them, and he's like, "Oh, thank God, I was, I was cushioned by this soft." Just hears lots of crunching. Horrible crunching sound of bones, my oh. people
1: well that's not good
0: <laughs> don't, you're okay you're yeah, okay he's just trying to like
1: put them back together
0: it's, like, it's okay it's you're okay, okay. <laughs> you'll be all right he's like trying to be standing there femur like you're all right don't worry
1: they're not all right i mean they <laughs> will be
0: yeah
1: uh, so i'm sure with Sholot's help probably um so
0: he breaks a ton of the bones and Sholot helps him up probably helps him out
1: of the hole you know yeah and, and then they leave back to earth like this plan worked so well. It, it Coddle, was it.
0: Kesekal takes him aside. He's like, "We never speak of this again."
1: They they were like this when we got him. We,
0: they were like this when we got him. Yeah. Yeah. They were. That. This, this is how they're is, supposed to be.
1: This is how they're going to be. This is. This is intentional. The
0: pit, never happened. This is intentional. We yeah. planned this. Yeah. <laughs> so it goes back up. Uh, with all
1: these broken bones. And he, he comes back to the to the surface, to, to the right. earth, and he uh, mixes some of his blood together to make the first man and women of this age. And this is our age. So he
0: makes the people. And they're like, eww, kind of weird looking. Oh no, they're no longer fish people. Or really tall.
1: Or some of them are really tall, some of them are short. They come in all sorts of different sa- shapes and sizes.
0: I meant to do that. It's called
1: variety, and it's the spice of them. life. Look at <laughs> Look at all their look at all their differences. Now look at what bring, what's the same about them. That's what's really but really matters. Get Squat's trying to teach us bipedal humanoids. Yeah, exactly. They have <laughs> opposable thumbs. <laughs> no tails. So that and that is in the story. But we just said he fell in a big pit, which is true. He did trip on his way.
0: He did get caught by the standard pit trap.
1: But Charlotte helped him through, you know, because he was also Get Squat's underworld dog guide. Through Mictlan. The Lesser Twin. Yeah, it's basically the Precious
0: Twin and the Lesser Twin. Yeah. So these are really the main gods of Mictlon. That's fantastic. I love it. And there was actually a really cool um, sort of resource here that we found out. Um, Victor and Valentino, I think, is like this... Um, yeah,
1: there's this Cartoon Network show that actually, like, you know, it's just like a cartoon show. But it, it featured a lot of uh, Mexican mythology and like Aztec mythology and names in the underworld and like as we were searching through we we stumbled upon it.
0: Yeah, so check it out. Um, the first season is on HBO Max, and I love anything that's easy to understand for like mythologies. So that's awesome.
1: Yeah, they really bring it in, and and it's just like you know you'll as you're watching you'll be like oh shit that's Mixlondi Kooli and they talk about it. And, yeah.
0: yeah. Thank you guys so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Yeah.